Welcome to the Robert Anfalter Show for Tuesday, June the 1st of 2021. I hope you had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, and I certainly did. <laughs> and welcome back to the show. We'll talk today about how the brain works and how you can be different and control your brain. It seems that the way our brains want to work is that we don't want to have to accept fault. So if somebody tells us it's not our fault, <clears throat> we automatically like that idea. And if somebody can tell us they can do something for us, that's even better. So if it's not our fault and somebody can do something for us, that's perfect. Because <laughs> then I don't have to take any responsibility and I don't have to do anything. And that's perfect. And that's most people. And that's why most people aren't the leaders, the movers, and the shakers of society, right? So if you want to be better than that, if you want to be a leader, if you want to actually do something with your life, then you have to be different than that. And what does that mean? Well, you have to recognize that although there's a lot of things you don't have any control over, for the most part, you can control your mind. <coughs> But that requires you to do some work. You have to actually practice. You have to practice taking control of your mind. You have to realize how often you aren't in control of your mind. And once you realize that and you start practicing, the more you practice, the more you realize that you aren't in control. And you, the more you take control, <laughs> the more you start to win. And you start to win when you start to take control of your mind. And you realize that simply control your mind is only part of it. You not only have to control your mind, you have to actually do something in while you're keeping your mind busy. Now, let me explain that a little bit. I watched, I can't remember the name of the person, that, but somebody who had been a Navy SEAL. And he was on one of the talk shows one night. And he was talking about something that he had to do. And I've, I've forgotten exactly what it was, but he had to, it was something to do with swimming down pretty deep into the water and picking something up and bringing it back up. And I think perhaps his, his ankles were shackled and maybe he's had handcuffs on. So anyway, it was a pretty, pretty decent stunt, right? <laughs> something most people wouldn't even attempt to do, and he was able to do it. And uh, so he was asked, how do you do that? And he said, the biggest thing is controlling your mind. And I forgot, he was singing songs or something in his mind. He said, you just have to keep your mind busy. Because if you let your mind win, if your mind wins, um, you lose. Because your mind will keep you from doing it. And I'm finding that myself with my when I'm exercising. It's easy to let the mind win and quit. Quit early. Well, let's quit now. Let's quit now, and well, we'll just do more later. Well, let's let's go ahead and quit now. We're we're getting kind of tired. Let's quit now, and. I have to do something to keep my mind busy so that I can continue on and continue doing what I want to do. And the other side of that, which is pretty weird too, is um, I also have to be careful because I can do too much and get hurt. Which, if I do too much and get hurt, then that feeds the mind, right? Remember, you did too much that one time. <laughs> you got hurt. Now, you might get hurt again, so you don't want to do too much. So... There's a line there, so somewhere in there, where you have to pay a little bit of attention so that you don't do too much and get hurt, and yet you're doing enough so that you can grow. 
And a lot of it is this just taking responsibility. Okay, I'm going to do something. And it's interesting in the field of exercise and investing and and maybe it's every field in life. I, I can't say that I've looked at everything, but several things I've looked at. And I've been thinking now, I've been exercising at least five days a week for a couple months, three months. And I'd taken a time off there for a little while, but I've been back at it now. And one of the things that keeps me going is thinking about the power of compounding what you're doing. Whereas if you just do just a little bit, if you make just a little bit of progress and you increase that the next day by just a little bit more <laughs> and just a little bit more. I, I think about this. I'm doing exercises with, um, oh, right now I'm using a, almost 15 pounds. Um, and my plan is if I can continue this, I'm going to increase it to about 16 this weekend. But what I think you could do and, and do very well, if you do the routine I'm doing, what if you only started with a pound? A pound ought to be easy for, for most of the exercise. For a couple of them, some people are just like, if you're trying to do a squat and you're already 50 pounds overweight, you're already squatting more without lifting anything, just lifting your own weight. So the first thing you got to do is lose some weight. But the point I want to make is what if, what if a pound was super easy and you did that for like two weeks and then you went up by another pound? And that maybe wasn't super easy, but it's still pretty easy. But now because you've been doing the pound for a couple of weeks, you do two pounds for a couple of weeks and it's, it's still pretty easy. And now you add another pound. So now you're doing three pounds for a couple of weeks and it's still pretty easy. But pretty soon, it's going to not be so easy anymore. But you won't have gotten hurt. And when you get to the point where it's not so easy anymore, <laughs> then you're going to have to push yourself just a little bit. But what if you could continue that and you added, just added a pound every two weeks? At the end of a year, you'd be using 25 pounds. And I guarantee you, if because I'm only using 15 pounds, and I'm already, I know, my, before I started exercising, I was stronger than the average man. <laughs> but now I know I'm, I'm quite a bit stronger than I was, so I don't know where that places me, but probably in pretty good shape. And imagine now if I can con continue that. Imagine I'm, I'm mainly, I'm not doing it so much for strength. I'm doing it for looks. I'm trying to add a little bit around my chest and take away a little bit off my waist. And think about this. I've, I've done several weeks where I didn't notice a whole lot of change, but I'm beginning to see improvements. And I keep thinking, you know, what if it was only a 16th of an inch? I mean, you could go up or down a 16th of an inch and it could be a measurement error or on a waist measurement, you know, you could have a little gas and a little bloating, you know, and you're, um, could vary much more than a 16th of an inch easy. But what if you just change a 16th of an inch in a month? That's a quarter of an inch, right? In four months, you're up to an inch. Now imagine if you added an inch to your waist or yeah, it'd probably be the other way around. But let's take an inch off your waist and added an inch to your chest in four months. 
that'd be a dramatic change. And I think you'd be real proud of it. Now, imagine that that applies not only uh, in exercise, but it applies to your investing too. I mean, think of the power of just adding, what if you added a dollar a day to a savings account somewhere? The end of a year, you'd have nearly $400, right? 365. Um, and then imagine if you allowed that to accumulate and invested it with even a little bit of interest. You'd be surprised at what you'd wind up with. And that's that power of compounding where you're adding just a little bit more, you add a little bit more, add a little bit more. And it seems like it applies to nearly everything. But you have to take responsibility. You have to make some changes in your life. And you just have to do it. And it doesn't matter what it is. It seems that we just have to do it. And if we're waiting for somebody else to do it for us, <laughs> it's unlikely to happen. And for sure, I've seen things just show up and happen in my life. But, you know, a lot of it is I have to just do something. My favorite saying that I heard, I don't know who told me this, but nobody can do your push-ups for you. So if your exercise consists of push-ups, I, I can show you the four exercises that I do that I am very pleased with the changes I'm making. But I could show them to you in just a few minutes. Won't change your life a bit. You have to do it. You have to do the exercises. You have to spend that 20, 30 minutes a day and actually do the exercises. And it's the same thing if I, I can show you how to be a better business person. I can show you how to be a better chiropractor. I can show you how to be a better real estate person. I can show you all kinds of things, but nothing will change for you until you do something. A friend of mine said that his father had an IQ of like 140. And if you don't know what IQ is, that's pretty high. That's like genius level, right? But he said the problem was he never had any ambition. So he never really amounted to anything. So you can be super intelligent and not accomplish as much as somebody with far less intelligence who just gets things done. And you get to decide which you are going to be. Are you going to be the person that gets things done? Are you going to be the person that watches things happen? Or are you going to be the person that wonders what happened? <laughs> All right. Robert Affalter giving you something to think about today. Signing off, hoping you're having a wonderful life. Thanks for listening.